This is Dr. Sweet. Today's topic, the power of decision-making. One of my absolute favorite quotes, you are only one decision away from a totally different life. That's the difference between the good guy or the bad guy in a situation. It's the ugly truth that all it takes is one decision that could totally change your life either in the right direction or the wrong direction. It seems that we are always standing at the crossroads at every moment. We're always hung in the balance between the right decision and the wrong decision. And the difference between who you are and who you want to be in life is often based on what you do. The difference between who you are and who you want to be is what you do. Ultimately, we must understand the difference between choice and decision. For many of us, we think it's the same thing. But actually, there's a difference. Picture holding an apple and a donut. The apple is in your right hand and the donut in your left hand. And now, in front of you, what you have is a choice. You can choose between the apple or the donut. Once you have figured out your process and decide that you want the apple, you have made the decision. That's different from a choice. The decision ultimately is different from the choice. With the decision, you have eliminated other possibilities. There are no more choices. You've decided to either eat the apple or the donut. In some cases, you might eat both. That's a decision too. Now, choices and decisions have consequences. And these are based on our ethics and our values. Now, as a quick reminder, ethics are the set of rules that govern the behavior of any individual. These ethics are usually established by a group, a team, or a culture. It's based on right and wrong. Values are beliefs that we hold dear. They are enduring preferences, the things that we consider right for us personally. There are four levels of ethical decision-making that we all must consider. One is, what will society think or what does society say about it? What about the stakeholders? Who are the stakeholders? And what will they say or what do they think and what are their rules? Then we also have to navigate internal policies wherever we work. And finally, our own personal set of ethics. These four levels are critically important and they're at play when we make even the smallest decision. If we're an athlete, if we're a celebrity, someone in the limelight, we hold a position of responsibility. These four levels of ethical decision-making and thinking are important. So values versus ethics. Remember, the values are like my code. What do I think is important? What do I want to achieve? And that can differ from person to person. And essentially, our values motivate us. They help us decide what's right for me. Ethics, on the other hand, like we said, are generally collectively driven and collectively determined by an organization or a group. And that's essentially what is right, what is correct, what is the right thing to do here, what is the morally correct action to take. And this, unlike being a personal situation for values, is much more universal. So there are more constraints when you are thinking through a code of ethics for example, or a code of conduct. 
So where do we get our ethics and our values from? Well, childhood, parents, teachers, influential figures as we grow up help us determine what our ethics will be, experiences, our faith, our religion, our culture will all contribute to our ethics and our thinking around what's right and what's wrong. And then if we're in an organization or on a team, most organizations and teams have value statements. They have core values or a code of ethics that one must follow. And it's really important that we understand these codes of ethics because whenever we make a decision, these have to be weighed out. So Here's something to do. Think of a recent decision you have made or a decision you have to make and ask yourself, what steps did I take to make a sound decision? And what's the process that I go through when I make a decision? Once you've done that, and if you're in the process of trying to decide something, put it to the test. There are two tests that are important, the sunlight test and the role model test. The sunlight test Ask the question, what would you do if everyone you loved and respected knew what you were doing? The role model test asks, what would your role model do in a similar situation? These are two important tests that you must ask yourself whenever you have to make a decision. And hopefully they will guide you to the right decision. Another important point is to know that if you're a professional athlete, an actor or a celebrity, someone who's a role model, a business person, you're the head of a community organization, as a role model to others, what decision would you want those who follow you to make based on how you're making your decision? So I'd like to talk now about a seven-step model that helps with decision making. This is called the Josephine Institute of Ethics model. And the way it works is that the model asks you to take several steps before you make a decision. Here they are. Step one, stop and think. Just stop and think if you have to make a decision. Just this act alone could help you avoid making impetuous or impulsive decisions that have deep and perhaps dangerous consequences. Just stop and think. Why are you stopping and thinking? The next step is to clarify your goals. What is it that you really want? What is it that you are personally invested in getting? And does this decision interfere with my goals? The third step, determine the facts. Take a good look at the facts and see what's going on. And from that, you can develop your fourth step, which is to develop options. So often we go straight from the thought to the action without stopping to think. We have clarified no goals. We have not looked at the facts and we feel as if we have no options. We just reflexively take a decision that maybe is not the best for us. The fifth step is to consider the consequences. That's a really important step. Consider the consequences, weigh them out. This step is so important because it actually can stop you from making a decision that makes no sense for you once you think through what you may have to lose. Once you've done this, once you've stopped, you've thought about it, you've clarified your goals, you have determined your facts, you've developed options in your mind, you have thought through the consequences, then you choose knowing that you've gone through an algorithm in your mind, a certain stepwise progression to making the right decision for you. And you make the choice. Even after you've made the choice, the last step is to monitor constantly and modify. If the choice isn't going well, if it's not aligned with your goals, if it's creating new consequences, well then monitor and modify and make the change. And these seven steps stop 
think, clarify goals, determine facts, develop options, consider consequences, choose, and monitor and modify are key to making a great decision. So now I'd like to go over the top 10 questions you should ask yourself when making an ethical decision. And I want to make this really easy for you. I'm going to ask the question and I'll give you the answer. I'll start from number 10 and work my way all the way up to number one. Number 10, could the decision I'm about to make become habit forming? If so, don't do it. Number nine, is it legal? If it isn't, don't do it. Number eight, is it safe? If it isn't, don't do it. Number seven, is this the right thing to do? Well, you know the answer. If it's not, don't do it. Number six, will this stand the test of public scrutiny? Very important. If it won't stand the test of public scrutiny, don't do it. Number five, if something terrible were to happen, could I defend my actions? If you know you can't, don't do it. Number four, is my decision just, is it balanced, and is it fair? If it's not, don't do it. Number three, how will this decision make me feel about myself? If it's lousy, don't do it. Number two, does this choice lead to the greatest good for the greatest number of individuals? If it doesn't lead to the greatest good for the greatest number of people, don't do it. And number one, would I do this in front of my mother and would she approve? Well, if it's no, then you know what mama would say, don't do it. So this is Dr. Sweet. Thank you for listening to this podcast on decision-making. I would ask you to come back to this podcast whenever you have decisions to make, be they small or big ones, and run through the algorithms, run through the questions. And remember to always stop and think, clarify, determine facts, develop options, consider consequences before you choose. And once you've done that, monitor and modify. And if you're stuck, ask yourself the 10 questions and end with, what would my mom think? All right. I will see you next time, and thank you for listening. This is Dr. Derek Sweet. Thank you.